Yevamos Perik Dalad, Mishnah Dalad, 4-4. And now the Mishnah spells out the basic halachas of the marriage after Yibum. It says, Kansa, once he takes her in as a wife, that means he performs Yibum, which means that they sleep together. Harehik Ishto, Lechol Davar. This woman, the Yevama, becomes her brother-in-law's wife, and they become married, Lechol Davar, in every matter, like every husband and wife, in every sense. Meaning that if he would divorce her now, he would only need a get, no need for chalitza anymore, and she has all the benefits of being married, etc. Like a regular marriage, the that goes so far as say even if they get divorced, he is allowed to remarry her, like any other person remarrying his own wife who's not a kohen. Now that is actually a pretty big chiddush, in as much as you recall, the rule is a person can never marry his brother's ex-wife. And this is also his brother's ex-wife. The point is that since he took on the marriage and continued it, he becomes married to her and they become she's his wife in every sense. So that means that on the record, even though she happens to be the ex-wife of his brother, she more importantly, first and foremost, is his own wife and then ex-wife, and therefore he could remarry her even though any other brother wouldn't be able to marry her because she would be an an erva as the the brother's wife. Ubilvad, there is one caveat, which is The payout that she gets for her ksuba comes exclusively from the assets that she that came from her first husband. That is to say, simply put, the new husband, the brother, is not taking on any additional financial obligations. Her ksuba that's called the 200 Zuz, um, is payable from those assets and really only is, there's only a shibud, like a lien, put on the assets that came into the possession of the living brother from the dead brother's estate. Um, so that does limit her in some sense. Normally when it comes to marriage, the wife has essentially first claim on, on all the assets of the husband. Here, only the first claim on the assets that the husband had inherited from his late brother. Um, that is the din. Um, separately, however, there's a general Chacham made a prohibition against a person being married to a woman without a proper ksuva. Um, we want every woman to have a ksuva so that that it won't be a small matter for him to get rid of her. In other words, we want a significant financial disincentive to the husband so he shouldn't just get frustrated with his wife and just you know get rid of her. Um, therefore, every woman has to have a ksuba. So in the event that there's no asset sufficient to cover her ksuba from the first marriage, so then, rabbinically, this second husband, the brother, needs to now give her a proper ksuba and put money there to support it. Of course, since she is not a first-time married woman, she'll have, like any other divorcee or widow, she'll have 100 zuz as the uh, the basic ksuba. So that's she, he, he, the new husband will have to put that up. Not more than that, but he has to put that up anyways, at least, Midurabonan.